To the person who understands the idea of covenant, it is no mystery that the new covenant brings all the blessings of God into the life of the believer. It places you into a position to receive all of God's goodness and provision. This covenant brought the two parties together and gave us access into one another's wealth and influence. We had nothing really to offer God, but He had everything to offer us. We received His strength and richness, and He took our weakness and lack. The more you understand how God thinks about you, the easier it is to be obedient and stand in faith on His word. God's thoughts are fixed on you. He has remembered you. He has not forgotten you or the things you are facing. God is looking for ways to bring His best and His increase into your life. Well, hello. Haven't we had an awesome month of January? It's been a blessing just sharing with you from the Word of God and on topics, you know, that's really blessing us together. Hmm? I'm just enjoying being with you in this new year of 2020. We talked about praising God and prospering. We've talked about don't neglect your angels. And then, oh my goodness, last week, I was going to talk on one thing. And you know what? I began to talk on how God has given his people big ideas in these end times. He's given you an assignment that seems, oh, it's big. And uh, I don't know what to do. But all you got to do is do it and watch God perform. <laughs> so, I want to talk and share with you today about the covenant of increase. I'm dedicating this entire month of January, the first of the year, that I'm just sharing with you from the word of God, nuggets and those things that will help you to move forward, not only this year, but in the years to come. Let's talk about the covenant of increase today. The psalmist wrote about the trustworthiness of God saying, the Lord shall increase you more and more, you and your children. You are blessed of the Lord, which made heaven and earth. That's in Psalms 115 verses 13 through 15. Now, these verses reveal the connection between God's plan to increase us and our children and the blessing he declared over mankind when? At creation. Huh. Now, the first chapter of Genesis is an account of creation, and that reveals God's original intent for mankind to live a blessed life. It said, then God said, let us make man in our image. And then he gave us dominion, okay, over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. Then God blessed them, the Bible says there in Genesis 1. And God said to them, be fruitful and multiply the earth. The first thing God did after he created man and woman was to bless them. And when he blessed them, it enabled them to be fruitful, multiply, and fill the earth. From the very beginning, increase was the evidence of the blessing. In order to be fruitful, to multiply, and to fill, there must first be increase. Okay? And, and this is why it's attacked so in the minds of believers as never before, you know, and treat it as though it's a curse instead of a blessing. That's the first thing God did after he had created man and woman was bless them. That's how it enables us. Did you hear that? See, the blessing enables us to be blessed by God. <laughs> and of course, we know man disobeyed God and fell and sin entered the world and things changed. And as a result of the fall, the ground was cursed and man had to toil to eat. But God had a plan. And in the 12th chapter of Genesis, we see where God mm, appeared to a man named Abram. 
And he said, I'm going to make you a great nation. I'm going to bless you. I'm going to make your name great. And you shall be a blessing. I'm going to bless those who bless you. And I'm going to curse him who curses you. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. It's Genesis 12. Now, some have said, what does that have to do with us today? That's where I want to bring it in here today. Well, Galatians 3, New Testament says, and if you are Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. So the covenant didn't end with Abraham. Mm -mm. It didn't end with David or with Solomon. Jesus Christ broke the curse over mankind, redeeming us from the curse. And then it put you and I in a position so that we can walk in the same blessing, the same increase, and the same favor that Abraham walked in. Mm, isn't that good? Whew. Matter of fact, let me tell you, we have, mm -hmm, in this hour, we have a better covenant than they that lived under the Abrahamic covenant because of what Jesus did. The Bible says, Hebrews 8, but now he has obtained a more excellent ministry in as much as he is also mediator of a better covenant, which was established on better promises. See, God has provided a way for you and for me to experience his covenant of increase in our lives. He has laid out his plan and his word. And you know what? I want to show you how to experience this covenant of increase in every area of your life because God has it there for us. And, you know, we've got to know just how to access it and obtain it. Now, there are four areas that you should see God's increase in. And most everyone would agree that God wants us to increase spiritually, right? I know everybody agrees there. It says, as newborn babes desire the pure milk of the word that you may grow thereby. So all of us, we know that God wants us to increase spiritually. All right. That, that's an area. God wants you to grow in the area of your soul, which is made up of the mind, the will and the emotions. The word of God says, beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. Third John 2. So prosperity of the soul, it has to do with renewing the mind. OK, this is the beginning of the year and I'm going over all of this. And the Bible says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed. How? By the renewing of your mind. Romans 12. Oh, beginning of the year. Just putting all this out here for you. Because a renewed mind enables you to cast down arguments and every high thing that will exalt itself against the knowledge of God. And then empowering you to bring every thought into the obedience of Christ. Isn't that a wonderful thing? That's how we begin to walk in prosperity of soul. Jesus has already provided all of this for us. Now, first area, we, we got to see spiritual increase. Second area, God wants us to prosper in our soul. Mm -hmm. He wants our soul to grow. All right. And then the third area, that's the area where we should experience increase in our physical body. Now, I don't mean gaining weight. <laughs> I'm not talking about that. Rather, I'm talking about walking in a greater level of divine health. The Bible says he sent his word and healed them. If we are spending quality time in the word of God, it should have an effect on our physical well-being. I can't say that enough. If you knew what the word of God would do for your physical being, I guess you'd be reading it all the time. I'm not saying you'll never have symptoms of sickness. But when you learn how to apply the word to the symptoms, those symptoms got to bow to the word of God. And you'll begin to enjoy better health. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And you'll increase 
physically. That's what increase physically is. And it's part of God's covenant of increase. Yes, it is. But we have to know how to activate this. And it's by reading the word of God. Yes, it sounds like it's simple, but it is. It's, it's true. It works. Oh, I've heard that before. But it works. Because when you begin to understand that God wants you to increase in the areas of the spirit, soul, and body. And as you serve him and put his word first, there should always be signs of financial increase. Mm-hmm. It's a violation, not only of spiritual law, but also the covenant of increase God made with Abraham if you don't. Yes, yes, I'll tell you why. The Bible says in Genesis 24, Now Abraham was old, well advanced in age, and the Lord had blessed Abraham in all things. And later in that chapter, we see Abraham's servant define all things. What did he say in verse 34 and 35? I am Abraham's servant. The Lord has blessed my master greatly and he has become great and he has given him flocks and herds, silver and gold, male and female servants and camels and donkeys. Oh my God, clearly financial increase is part of God's covenant of increase. Now that we know that. Now that brother, God wants us to prosper in our bodies, our minds, our spirit. God wants us to, to prosper in our finances. How do we activate this covenant of increase? We are to increase in these areas. I said prosper, prosper, increase, interchangeable. God wants you to. You increase in your spirit, increase in your soul, increase in your body, mm -hmm. increase in your finances. Let's talk about activating this as we close this out today. Because there's absolutely no way I can talk about covenant with God and not increase in every area of your life. No way. So the covenant and increase, hey, you if you got one, you're going to see the other. If you don't got one, you won't see the other. I know that's broken in English, but I want you to get the message there. Yeah, that's why you want to receive the covenant of God because, you know, and that's when you begin to well, we go back over these steps from this month. Know your identity. You begin to let God be your source. You begin to, you know, begin to know how to begin to use that word of God in faith. Stand in faith, believe it. And you will see that there is a power of performance that will begin to happen in your life. And increase will take place as you begin to walk in covenant with God. Mm. Seeing his word come to pass. So, as we do that. I've had some people say things to me such as, I, I just don't know about that. My family is always, everybody in my family have high blood pressure. Everybody, folks in my family, you know, the people in my family died at an early age. All of them died early before they, there are people that actually chronicle <laughs> the devastations of the enemy. And, oh, my family's just not a healthy family. <sighs> well, I don't know. I hear you talking today, but I don't know about this covenant of increase working for me. I want you to know it doesn't matter that your family has been poor or has experienced illness or that this they died early. That doesn't matter. God's covenant of increase will work in the life of anyone who will believe it. And I'm telling you, I'm, I'm living proof that it works. Amen. It's it, God's covenant of increase. And I'm telling you, and it's just communicating with God on a daily basis. The Bible says, God is no respecter of persons, Acts 10 and 34. Therefore, if it works for me, it will work for you. <laughs> While faith is a spiritual force by which we access God's covenant of increase, we activate the covenant by learning to operate in his ways. Whoa. The Bible says, as for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is proven. 
2 Samuel 22. You know what that says to me? And what it should say to you? That if you will discover God's ways and then put them to work, they will work every time. I talked this month about models in the word of God. I did that intentionally. You know, as you begin to put God's word to work, that means that you're saying, hey, I'm going to do it just like I see it being done in the word of God. I'm going to obey the instructions of the Lord and walk in the directions of that word. Oh, glory to God. If you will do it, they will work every time. So what does the word of the Lord is proven mean? It means it has stood the test of time. It works every time it's properly put to work. Oh, if you will approach life by doing things God's way, then I want you to know you're going to get God's intended results in every area of your life. Spirit, soul, body, and finances. This is exactly what Jesus was talking about when he said in Matthew 6, but seek first the kingdom of God first, oh, in the first of the year, and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. The Amplified Bible says it this way, but seek, aim at, and strive after his way of doing right and being right. The bottom line is this, if you will put God's word first and make doing things his way a priority in your life. Then everything you will ever need while you are on planet earth will be added unto you. The psalmist said, teach me your way, O Lord, and lead me in a smooth path. <laughs> if this is the cry of your heart, as it is of mine, hmm, then we can experience the fullness of God's covenant of increase in every area of our lives. Huh? Well, my prayer for you is that God allows you to increase more and more in your spirit, in your soul, in your body, in your finances, that he allows you to live as long as you want <laughs> and that you never want. <laughs> Woo! As long as you live. I am Carol Dixon. And this is Dash. Thank you for listening to Dash Podcast with Carol Dixon. We pray that you have been blessed by this message on today. Dash is a nonprofit organization. And with your donations and generous giving, will help us continue to podcast to your location and around the world. For more information on how you can give to Dash Podcast, please email us at imcaroldixon at gmail.com. All donations are tax deductible. For we are serving the community positively, productively, and prayerfully. And remember, Dash is always on. Thank you.